You are now listening to the Escape Rally Comics Podcast Show. A podcast where we discuss all things nerdy, geeky, fandom, and so much more. We will cover everything from what is happening in the world of comics, shows, and fandom to the hard-hitting stories of the news today. Now, here's your hosts, Chad and Kevin. Hello and welcome to the Escape Rally Comics Podcast Show. I'm your host, Chad, with my co-host, Kevin. How are you doing today, Kevin? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing, Chad? I'm doing awesome. Refreshed. We had like two weeks off of the Wednesdays for the last two weeks. So, you know, I wanted to do Wednesdays, but we didn't have enough time, unfortunately. Today's episode is going to be Pepe Le What? Yeah, today's going to be talking about, you know, council culture, what's happening with Pepe Le Pew, what's happening with Dr. Seuss, what's going on with Netflix, and what's going what happened to uh, Frank Thorne. Rest in peace. So how do you feel about Pepe Le Pew? He's, he's always just been kind of that French uh, obsessed character that always wanted love. Wee oui, wee. Oui. He's completely retired. Warner Brothers completely is retiring him. So apparently, Pippi Pew was supposed to be in the Warner Brothers film Space Jam 2 with LeBron James, but the director Malcolm Lee cut Pippi's only scene in the movie. He had one scene in that whole movie. So the scene in question was reported a spoof of 1942 classic Casablanca that features Pippi in the role of the bartender, right? The cartoon skunk begins to, uh, by flirting with a woman played by Jane the Virgin actress Grease Santo, but Pepe's advances soon became threatening, including him kissing her on the arm without consent, leading to the woman slapping Pepe. Later on, Pepe admits that Penelope Pussycat has filed a restraining order against him, to which LeBron James scolded him about touching others without their consent. Now, Penelope Pussycat has been day one when he first came out was the victim of hit Pepe Le Pew's advances and seeing it as an adult we just got done watching the very first episode Kevin how'd you feel about that yeah it it, it aired in 45 1945 um it's just classic Pepe Le Pew I think he's he's been always forceful it's just like come here and his like is moaning his ooh, 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 you know <laughs> just being very tight and pulling and kissing and yeah it's uh I, I guess it is a an issue I mean, looking at it as a scene as a kid, you kind of think of it like, oh, you know, I remember Pepe Le Pew. He was, you know, the skunk that went around and kissed this cat's arm repeatedly. He was very forceful, but I didn't really think of it like, you know, I didn't really click, connect the dots until I see it now as an adult. We just got to watching the first episode, this very first one on YouTube. And yeah, I can see why, you know, Warner Brothers decided to take him out, unfortunately. I mean, I'm in I'm in the middle with it. I really don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it can bring up some really good discussions. Like the scene here that I was just got done talking about uh, in Space Jam 2, Penelope Puskin actually filed a restraining order against him. And then, you know, LeBron James was supposed to scold him with it. But Warner Brothers decided to cut him out completely. So... Santo publicly expressed her disappointment of the scene being cut since she believed it had the power to teach young viewers Pepe's behavior is unacceptable, which I kind of agree with her, actually, honestly. If kids see this, and like my kids, I mean you're both parents, if my kids saw this and came up to me and was like, why is he doing this and why did he get in trouble for this, then we can just have that open dialogue with our kids, I think, because I talk to my kids about almost everything anyways, and they're they're young. I don't know. I, I feel that that scene should have stayed. Now, I get why uh, Warner Brothers actually cut him completely there now after watching, you know, that first episode on there. You know, again, taking in mind, it was like 1945, you know, back in the day. And it was a totally different world than it is today. This is because uh, this our culture's gotten too soft. 
Or do you think that a woke liberal mob went in and demanded to, to, to take him off? Or what do you think this whole thing was about? Well, I, I really enjoy the fact that we are going to see another Space Jam. But as I find that it may not be necessary, yeah, it might be just trying to draw attention right now. Like they're trying to be like, hey, you know, oh, yeah, remember about Space Jam 2? Uh, what can we bring up to yeah. <laughs> get it out there? Get them people to talk about it and think about it. Well, there's a lot of controversy with Space Jam 2, too, because I remember back in the first Space Jam when Michael Jordan was there and you saw Lola Bunny, that she's supposed to be this overly sexualized, you know, rabbit, <laughs> you know. Um, apparently, they cut that off and she has, like, she's not as curvy, which people are a little upset with it. I've talked to a few people on social media and in person to talk about Lola Bunny. It's like, why does she have to be, why can't she keep the same figure in Space Jam 2 as she was in Space Jam 1? Is it because they don't see her as, you have to be taken seriously as, you know, you have to not be as curvy or be as quote unquote sexy? So I don't know. It was just, there's a lot of things going on with, with basically cartoon characters. Yeah, I think I think they're just over overthinking it again. I think that they're, <laughs> have these characters as they were originally shown. I, and, just, and if you're going to have them in the episode this, or the show, then go for it. I know. Uh, after watching his first episode, I'm just like, okay, I kind of see why Warner Brothers are doing this. But do you think that this is from like the government or do you think this is a woke mob or do you think this is from the executive themselves? Like, what do you think this is coming from? I, it, it could be just the execs. Like I was saying, they're trying to just get this movie kind of out there get everybody to think about it and before you know i don't when is this movie being released it's i'm assuming this year correct i believe so yes Uh, yeah so it's yeah it's just they're trying to get you to think about it you know let's talk about things that are gonna kind of get you upset oh wait 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 yes pepe le pew right he's pushy he's he's you know he's terrible character you know so it is the execs. This is not from a woke mob or the government or anybody else. This is from the execs trying to make more money from, you know, the Warner Brothers franchise. And that's what they're doing from Looney Tunes. So they're cutting down characters where they're like, hey, you know, this isn't uh, being looked upon very well, generally speaking. So let's take this guy out. I guarantee that's what they're doing. Same thing that happened with that overly black, you know, racially undertone character they had with Bugs Money. They could totally cut him out and they don't show him no more. You can take a look at YouTube and figure out what I'm talking about there. So I'm pretty sure this is the same thing what they're doing. They're doing the same thing with, um, not Warner Brothers, excuse me, but with Dr. Seuss books. They had to, they took down six books that were racially undertoned and didn't age well. They actually execs from that Dr. Seuss's publicity company, which is like, you know, we're taking these out. There's only six books. I mean, I, I looked through the, through the titles. I'm like, I've never read these books anyways. I think it's just a whole bunch of people just trying to make money and they're trying to figure out what's the best profitable way to do that. And I think that's what they're doing with Pepe Le Pew. So unfortunately, he is retired because he's overly forcefully, you know, again, he's a cartoon ter- character. Take it as you will. They're going to take him out because he didn't age well. That's where it's at right yeah. now. And I think it's like, you know, I'm, I love Looney Tunes. And as a parent, I want to share everything that I enjoyed as a kid. So Cartoon Network was how I got exposed at all to Looney Tunes. Exactly. And I do remember the episodes and, and, you know, thank God he's not a major character. It would be just kind of random episodes that would play of Pepe Le Pew. Exactly. And, uh, and, and the one, the one that comes to mind all the time is the episode that I can think of is the female cat that, you know, uh, she accidentally gets a stripe on her back. Yes. You know, that was, that's the biggest one. 
and he's just absolutely in love with her. So he's desperate because he's lonely. Kind of rapey, if you ask me, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Space Jam, too, that he that she has to write a restraining order. <laughs> yes. I, I guess that's kind of modernizing it, I guess. Uh, exactly. And, and again, I think that's, like, I'm really disappointed they took that scene out. Because that could be his last hurrah, you know? And actually shows, like, hey, look, this isn't good. Basically showing that Warner Brothers, even the as parents, we can discuss that with our kids. So like, oh, yeah, it's because he didn't age well. You know, there's a lot of mixed feelings taking this guy away. You know, there's some people that are for it. There are some people that um, are completely against it, saying that, it's you know, people are just getting soft. People are, they need to get over it. It's a car- cartoon. And there's some people like me who's down the middle because I'm, you know, I grew up with Pepe Le Pew, with Looney Tunes, uh, with Sylvester the Cat and Tweety Bird and all that stuff growing up. And, you know, they take out Paper Le Pew, now seeing as an adult, old episodes of Paper Le Pew, I I get it. You know, he didn't age well. And we're going to a better society, well, I think better society, where women are respected. And there's some people that say, oh, why can't we just cut down, you know, the big time undertones with Paper Le Pew? You can't. I don't think you can with Paper Le Pew. Paper Le Pew is... You can't... I don't think Paper Le Pew will be Paper Le Pew without him being forcefully, you know... And going after this Penelope the cat. How do you like, what do you feel? Do you feel like this is too much or do you feel that he just be cut or how do you feel about this? That I'm me personally, I'm in the middle. I really don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm glad, you know, but I'm also disappointed at the same time. So, yeah, I, I honestly feel like if the scene was in the movie, I don't think this would have been a problem. It just depends on how it was executed. If it was even in the movie, then it would have been people boycotting it. I cannot believe that scene in that movie. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I guess you can't win either way. Exactly. I really don't know how to feel about this. You know what I mean? Because I grew up with him. But again, he can't, you know, seen his first episode. He can't keep on doing that. But yeah. That's anyway. That's my opinion. I guess uh, Pepe Le Bye. Pepe Le Bye, exactly. Pepe Le Bye Bye. You know, that sucks. But it's time for. I think. I think we're going through a time that we're going through a. You know, a growing point in our society, and I could be a bad thing and could be a good thing. We'll have you listeners decide. Hear your your opinions on this actually subject. Do you agree with this? Do you not agree with this? Leave a comment on our social media, our Facebook, Instagram. Tumblr, TikTok, whatever you do, whatever you see this clip, just go ahead and write a comment and say, hey, you know, this is how you feel about it. And then we can probably learn from that. Um, you got anything else for Pepe Bye? Uh, not much. Um, you know, it, it kind of makes me think about our one of our biggest listeners for this podcast is French. So I kind of oh, would yeah. be, great, be great if uh, we can hear from that listener. Exactly. But, uh, we have, uh, was it? Uh, was it 40% of our listeners are in France. So you guys in France, how do you feel about this? This is supposed to be a French uh, skunk going after these as a cat, but you know, how do you guys feel about this? I want to know, um, especially uh, being French, uh, Pepe Le Pew is French. He's supposed to be French anyways. And how do you guys feel about Pepe Le Bye? Pepe Le Bye Bye. Okay. All right, so moving on. Uh, unfortunately, we lost a legendary artist and writer. Uh, uh, Frank Thorne dies at 90, right? So if you don't know who Frank is, Frank is, has, is best known to be the artist for Red Sonja. Um, he was also a great writer. So Thorne began his career in 1948. He was like 17 or 18 years old at the time, penciling romance comments for Standard Comics. So that's how he started. 
He turned out a multitude of stories for Flash Gordon, Jungle Jim, Green Hornet, Base Cadet, Tomahawk, Mighty Samson, Enemy Ace, and a whole bunch of others. So I hate to see him go. Yeah, he, he lived a long life, though. So honestly. Yeah. He, and look, I'm looking at these Google searched images. <laughs> he enjoyed this. He loved this. So you oh, can yeah. see the images of him with the women that are dressed up as Red Sonia and he's standing next to them. And uh, it looks like, what is it? Another character he made was Gita. Yes. G G H I T A. And he did it after the Marvel stuff. So <laughs> he loved this stuff. We have Netflix. Something's going on with Netflix. Netflix is getting ticked off with us subscribers. So Netflix is testing out a new feature that will eliminate password sharing. So you remember the good old days, like, hey, you know, I got a password, go ahead and give it to your buddies, give it to your grandma, give it to your friends, give it to your, you know, a whole bunch of other people that they can watch and like on your account and you're not spending that much money. Like I remember this in the military when I was, uh, when the infantry, I used to get the Netflix and we used to share it among other people and they used to like pitch in like, you know, it was like, I think that time was like $10 a month or something like that. They used to pitch in around us. So, um, that was always fun, but we can't do it no more. The, the co-CEO of Netflix announced that they will be looking to surpass Disney as producer of children's animation also. So I just got to say this is good luck, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, they, they got to. That's a big uh, mountain to climb. Exactly. So they, and I mean, I was just just talking to you about this before the podcast. Um, Raya coming out for Disney. And right yes. now they're doing the $30 pay early, you know, kind of system like they did with uh, Mulan. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's going to be a big one to Netflix to take that on. I mean, you're talking about Disney. They're willing to go bankrupt, you know, to just to prove their point at this point. I mean, they've done a lot with Disney Plus. When they first came out with Disney Plus, it was a big hit. Then all of a sudden, went down. I remember um, I was in the stock market there at the time. I was watching Disney, and I wanted to put money in it. But then as soon as I saw the market go down with Disney, because I had Disney Plus, but they didn't have very many selections. They had their old, you know, movies and all this stuff on Disney Plus, but. They didn't have very much unsubscribed from Disney because they didn't have anything. And then they had the Mandalorian come out. Then it started getting traction. But there's no way. I don't think there is a way that Netflix. I'm going to say it this way. I believe at one point Disney is going to buy out Netflix. That's what I'm going to say. Wow. That's <laughs> what like, I think. You never know. Yeah, Honestly, never, I would never say never. I mean, I like yeah. Netflix. I, I remember Netflix when we used to go on you know, netflix.com and getting rental CDs and get actually like physical CDs next to your door. And then they moved it to a, a multi subscription basis, which is awesome. But again, you know, I, and that's just my thought. My Disney's going to own Netflix at one point. I even think I'm going to even go as far as Disney's going to own Warner brothers at one point, but Hey, that's just my opinion. We'll see the password sharing thing. Going back on that. I, they had to have been tra tracking this stuff forever. I mean, they got to be looking at, Oh my God, look at these, you know, gotta be millions of accounts that are being shared. And, you know, they, they gotta be seeing, okay, where's the primary owner's uh, address or where's their location. And then if a grandma in Tennessee wants to watch something because she's been hearing about it, same login, it, it just doesn't make any sense that now they're jumping on it. Exactly. So the thing they have a system now i guess maybe that's what's up they're actually tracking your location is where they're putting the passwords in so if my location and in your location we, we live in two different two separate cities so if i give you my password for my netflix they're going to see that and they're going to yeah. cancel or charge you more 
So apparently that's what they're going to do. So, I mean, they're trying to compete with Disney. I mean, that's what the co-CEO says. And we'll definitely see how far they'll go, you know. But I, I really don't think they're going to surpass Disney at all. That's just my my two cents in the whole thing. Well, it might polarize uh, people, too. Because I know that Disney Plus right now is, you're, you're able to do that. I have a, a couple of friends and family members that are on the same account with us. Able to do the password sharing. I think if Netflix is doing this, everybody else is going to follow suit, to be honest. And the comic book week is going to be Red Sonja Volume 1. If you guys are interested, you can go to our link tree and it'll be the first link you see. And it'll take you to the comic book in question. Memorance of Freak. So that's all the time we got today. See you guys on Wednesday. We're going to go back on Wednesdays again. We are not going to be posting a new episode last Wednesday of every month and the first Wednesday of every month. This time we will see you on Wednesday once again. So keep an eye out. And you guys have a nice one, a nice day, a nice night, a nice evening. Whenever you're drinking that coffee in the morning, you're listening to our podcast. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Adios. Thank you for listening to ER Comics Podcast Show. Tell us how we did. You can let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search for ER Comics. 